like Ty Dolla Sign. What songs is he in? He's in a lot of songs. He's like a hooky nigga. I mind. I do like like feature people. Mm. When they do their own. Who's stuff. a feature person that you really like? Nikki used to be. I really liked her. When she She's was, really good on features. I used to really like her when she was a feature person. Okay. I mean, Cardi was a feature person. Who? Cardi. Yes. Yeah, because when she's a feature person, she's, like, trying to get all her jabs in in one verse, you know? Exactly. I appreciate that. Like, quick, to the point, it's good. Yeah. Okay, would you say, like, you base your feature faves off of the fact that, like, when they are featured, they're most likely your favorite verse? Yes. Okay. Not just, like, they compliment the song well, but that they're, like, they're your favorite part of the song. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool beans. Yeah. Dalmatians. Yes. Or entry level courses. Oh, you made it sad. Sorry. Do you want to do songs? Yeah. Go ahead, because I don't have mine yet. Oh, you're still pondering it? Let me just yeah. make sure I know who's saying it. Okay. I don't know if I can do this beat right. <sighs> Justice. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, is that like get it on the flow? Get it, get it no. on the flow. Is that something similar though? Kinda. Okay, you know the I song. I think it's like in my head. It's like I ride for my niggas. That is like, it. Oh, it is. That is it. Okay. The crazy part is I heard it on my Southern Rap Essentials playlist. But that's not a Southern... I don't think... Who's that? DMX? Oh, really? Yeah. It's always like, fuck the mother niggas. Yeah. Yeah. Such a good song. Really enjoy that playlist. I always hear things that I heard when I was a child. I was like, oh, this is such good music. Okay. Yeah. Well, if we're going to go, we're going to throw it back. Uh Uh-huh. I will throw it back. Okay. Um... I'm going to do a verse, because mm-hmm. you're going to know it. Okay. At least I hope. We mean a verse, like you're not doing the chorus? Yes, I'm not doing chorus. Ugh. Okay. If I don't know it, then you just go to chorus. Okay. What's her name again? On the hotline, Pretty Ricky. Pretty Ricky. Pretty Ricky, Ricky, Ricky. All the mansion together. Oh my God. That song was amazing. That was such a good song. (sighs) My like bosses were like playing a like a Pretty Ricky and a B2K playlist Mm -hmm. yesterday in the office. And I was like, number one, I'm in the right place. But Mm -hmm. number two, like you just are. I'm in the right place. She gets that, and I get niggas talking about Dave Matthews band. I'm just saying what what the fuck is a Dave Matthews band? I've been hearing about these niggas since I was in high school and I still haven't heard a song. I've never heard one that I could say like that's definitely Dave Matthews band. I actually can't like think of a I don't think I've ever heard a song. I think it's one of those things where it's like you've heard the song, you just didn't know who it was by. Really? I'm not, I'm like, I'm not going to do my research for my Googles. I have no interest. But yeah, they played it and I was just like, wow, such a fucking bop. Amazing song. Yeah. Well, let's go into pop culture. Why not? Let's just dive head first. Are you prepared? Yes, I did open some stories. I mean, in the meantime, I could tell you a story or two about my life. Oh, 
did you want to do? No, it's just a brief too? anecdote. Okay. Do you ever see like those Asians with the face masks on and wonder like, what the fuck do you know? The ones where like they're covering their nose, like that, yeah, yeah, like those hospital. Masks? Don't you feel like what the fuck do you know about this world? Because I don't, because I've seen those same motherfuckers smoking cigarettes. I don't. But trust what them. is it about New York Air that they're just like? Nah. First of all. First of all, they're acting the fuck out. Okay. Because I've seen them assholes do that shit in Florence, mm-hmm. in London, and I'm like, ain't nobody got oh, dirtier air. So they're just being bougie. Exactly. Bougie. I've seen them do it in Florence. Ain't nobody, they got clean air in Florence, and ain't nobody got dirtier air than fucking China. That's probably why they bring it here. Minus, just like anywhere else is exactly, just as bad. Exactly. Minus like probably Mumbai is worse, but like China got dirty fucking air. Okay. They be acting out. When I see that, that should be making me aggravated. Except my mother did give me one of those masks to use. Why? She gave it to me. It was when we had some outbreak. I don't know if it was bird flu or, or swine flu swine flu, or, or something. She was like, wear this on the train or at work. I was like, I'm not wearing this on the train at work. She was like, then die. Good God. And I was just like, don't. But, uh, bitch, I'll take that risk. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to be that bitch. So I guess so. Bye. All right. Jesus. What is that? What? I just don't understand why you're wearing masks places. I don't think, like, in my mind, I'm just like, what is it really protecting you from? From. It really doesn't protect. I don't think it protects you as well as people think it does. Because I thought, like, in my head, those masks are primarily to keep, like, the outside protected from what's 100%. in you. A hundred percent. Not it's necessarily like, the other way around. It's a surgical mask because they're trying to protect the nigga's open spleen on the table. Yeah. It's not the other way around, homeboy. It's boy. not the spleen that's coming after you. Exactly. Chill out. It's not doing anything. You're still going to die of lung cancer. God. Okay. Well, that's settled. Let's move to Norway. <laughs> Jesus. Um. So, Kanye, you know, it's hurting me to do this because... There's certain people I don't want to talk about. Hard, I know. Okay. It's Go because ahead. there's certain people I don't want to talk about because I enjoy them. And to be quite frank, there's nothing you can say that will get me to not like these people. And it hurts me to keep having to talk about them in this way. Okay. That includes Kanye and Azalea Banks. I don't think Is I Chris have... Brown in there? No, I mean, I like Chris. I, I'm not like a maybe maybe like half of him is in there. I don't really care that much. It doesn't hurt me to say bad things about him. Kanye and Zelia Banks, I feel like a little twinge in my chest, you know? Okay. I don't think there's really like, like a slight one. Like it's just like oh God. I'm like for I'm Kanye. I could feel it for Azalea for you, but like Kanye. Yeah, Azalea's twinge is much bigger than Kanye's. Kanye mostly because it's just like. Nigga, you're just fucking up your own legacy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like the twinge in you for Kanye is more like, damn, I miss the old you. And I miss, right. It's not about this shit. It's more like it, it bothers me when I see people ruining their own legacy. And that's like regardless, like Mm -hmm. overall, like I don't like seeing Lauryn Hill do shows, bitch. If you can't carry it off, then you can't fucking carry it off. Like Mm -hmm. Mariah Carey, same thing. Like Britney Spears. If y'all can't do it, it's fine. But like, just live in your infamy and your fame. Like, why are you? Why are you embarrassing yourself now? Yeah, because that comeback isn't a comeback. Right, and niggas is laughing at you. And, like, I'm laughing too, but, you know, it pains me to do it. <laughs> it hurts. After she's left. After, while, during. Mm-hmm. Just, just saying. Yeah, okay. I get it. Um, Kanye dropped a song saying that he wanted to fuck all of Kim's sisters. 
I didn't listen to he, the song. He did not say that, though. Okay, so he said, you got a sister-in-law you'd smash. I got four of them. Okay, that's like, okay. I guess, like, when I read it, first it was, like, Kanye admits that he want to fuck his sisters. And I was like, no. It's essentially saying, like, you got a sister-in-law that looks good as fuck. I have four. Damn, those is the sisters. You did something unholy to them pictures. Oh, I don't. I didn't read that line. Damn, you need to be locked up. Nah, we need a bigger hot tub. Um, I just didn't need it. Well, I didn't. I didn't. Read yeah, those you were lines. like, I'm taking it back now. <laughs> just, Sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, and I do remember. I remember there was a thing going around years ago that he really had a thing for Courtney, and oh, she really? wasn't giving him no play, and that's why he moved on to Kim or whatever the situation huh. was. Which I could completely see because, you know, Courtney don't mess with black niggas like that. Whatever. But, like, and I she's clearly. I see that because he was trying to get with, like, was this before his, like, Kim phase? Yes, yes. Okay, because I know he was trying to get with Kim for a really long time. Before. Her. Okay, okay. And, like, clearly she's the more attractive of all of them. So I get it. Courtney? I think so. She's also the more real of all of them. She just seems like the most normal. So I could totally get it. Um, so this is slightly disturbing. And also just, like, he's fucking weird like he's fucking ill like what do you want me to say about this like did you see his um interview i didn't watch it i honestly am not putting myself in the way of like watching his demise i only watched the part where he said he likes to watch black on white porn yeah so i know he said i wanted to hear him say it yeah like he said that that was his favorite he said black on white obviously and i was like obviously obviously like um, oh nigga like please please stop saying what i already think you already think yeah you know what i'm saying yeah we already knew this so he copped lifetime memberships to pornhub and blacked first of all like your wife is rich she can't get you a subscription to like a real porn site like we got you doing pornhub like you're such a lame this all this whole thing black is such a weird ass fetishy thing and i say this because like i be on pornhub and i'll be yeah. like what is this about first of all i have i haven't told you the story have i oh no because no, i'm ready for it okay. proceed Talking to this dude on OKC, right? And yeah. I was like, oh, he's really attractive. And I just liked it. But, you know, I don't read people's background stories. Okay. And then my friend, I was with her. She was like, oh, this dude's cute. And I was like, yeah, he is, right? She's like, did you see what his face said? And I was like, no. And I looked at it. He put in that he loves black on white porn, just like Kanye did. Uh-huh. And that it was a black guy, by the way. Okay, of course. And then, like, they said, like, your six weaknesses. And I think whatever the link was, I clicked it. That was my fuck up in the first place. It was like weird interracial porn. I was like, unlike, unlike, unmatched. And I like, wait, how did, okay, that's just weird. Yeah, no, like interracial porn is weird because it's just like, it's never been something. Yeah. What the fuck? Never been something I've been interested in. It's just extreme. It's never Um, like a middle ground. There's Yeah, it's never just comfortably just like two people of different races having sex. No. It's always too like weird. But that's the thing about porn. It's like let's be fucking like, let's be fucking aggressive and let's also point out the fact that we are not the same same, race. Right, (laughs) right. And like the thing about porn is that a lot of it is just a lot of extremes. Yeah. (laughs) Like, like. You don't want to go down the rabbit hole being curious yeah. on those sides. No, shit, it's a black hole. It's, it's like YouTube. You don't even have to like it. You're just like, what the fuck? 
fuck is that? Yeah. Because I don't live in that yeah. Tumblr world where I'm interested in that shit. Yeah, the way things like, are grouped, I'm like, this is not matching up. I'm telling you, I've clicked on things and I'm like, how do I clear this off of my computer? Because I want nobody to know <laughs> that I You're found like, this. How do I clear my cookies and my history <laughs> all, all of it. together? Burn it. Just burn the whole computer. Because the things that y'all, I, I'm, I'm veering, but the things you guys are doing. Yeah. It's offensive to me. Like, what are you doing to your bodies? That's not supposed to be there. Yeah. You know what's crazy? It's like, not only are these things going inside of people's bodies, it's like, there was a time where, like, you ain't even do this shit with a camera around. And somebody was like, nah, that needs to be recorded. We need to record it. <laughs> and then millions of people watched it. Yeah. I'm telling you, I have watched them. I'm like, what are the comments saying about this? Because this should be shit. The comments are always... Fascinating. Fascinating. Yeah. Honestly, you want to know like about the human condition? Look at these fucking porn sites and mm-hmm. learn about it because mm-hmm. it is so interesting. Yeah. It's just so it's so fascinating. Yeah. I like I be going for a quick in and a quick out, and I be like, wait, what's this about? No, you don't want to click like, and you want Pornhub? It's like fifty different options. Yeah. Like, what are you bitches watching? Yeah. What is? I'm like, how did you even figure out that this was a thing? Yes. And have you ever seen that U.S. map, which is, like, number one, like, porn choices by state? No, but you told me about it. Do you know what all Southern people are watching? What? BBW. Yes. And, like, black female, like, black female interracial porn. That's literally what all people in the South are watching. I have questions. That makes sense, though. It makes complete sense because y'all so are fucking So what questions you got? I just want to know, but just why? Just, just, I mean, clearly you, this is what you're interested in, but like, you're making it so difficult for people to just live. What um, is this? I, just, I mean, I need to know more about you. I'm, I'm not, not here. Here. they're living their filth in private. Like, I don't care. I mean, I get that, but like, I don't hate on people on the street and be like, ooh, let me run on Pornhub and just like, oh, get into it. Like, yeah. nigga, like, what is this? Y'all are weird. Yeah. I went someplace else with this, but it's something Let's I've been bring it back. to say. Yeah, bring it back. Um, yeah, so Kanye did that. And um, I have nothing more for it. And he is embracing his bipolar disorder. That's about all he can do. Um, I just want to say, if you're supposed to take the medication three times a day and you only take it three times a week, just don't take it at all. That's what he said? Yeah. Um, In the interview? Yeah, he was like, he doesn't take it like the way it's supposed to be taken. You're just supposed to take that shit for like three times a day until uh-huh. your body gets used to it. And then I think you like lower the Wean dose yourself or, or like, yeah, lower the dose. Right. But he's decided that he's just going to practically take MacGyver nine. that shit. Exactly. But nigga, like, I don't get to take birth control three days a week. Like, it's not how the fucking medication. Imagine if you were like, every day's a lot. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's hit it three times a week and see what happens. Yeah. Sure and then just, when you get pregnant, you're like, what, what the fuck What happened? This? What happened here? I've been taking precautionary measures. Exactly. Three times a week. <laughs> like, nigga, just don't take it. Just yeah. say you're not going to fucking be on it, you dumbass. My God. He thinks his mother was a fake doctor. All of a sudden, it, like, passed down genetically. That's not how it works. Uh, he's like, I'm moderating myself. <laughs> Everything in moderation. <laughs> Minus, like, my fucking psychosis. Like, uh, chill out. Um, congratulations to Lyra Galore. She landed one. Who's Lyra Galore? She was engaged to Rick Ross. She landed one what? She's engaged. Again? Yeah. To who? His name is Pierre 
Thomas. Thomas. Leo, but you're, oh, sorry. <laughs> you went real New Orleans or Haitian for a second. <laughs> you're just looking deep. Ah, Pierre who? Thomas. Who is he? He's the CEO of that. Okay, businessman. Okay, businessman. He's a businessman, not a businessman. <laughs> I hate her so much for that. Um, of Atlanta oh. indie label Quality Control Music. Okay, that sounds Which, like some shit that's in a garage somewhere. It manages Migos, though. So, okay, <laughs> so okay. real dumb. He put a $2 million ring on her finger. That's fucking gorgeous, I may say. Mm-hmm. I mean, he looks like her type. She's Ugly cute. in a Givenchy sweater. Um, Good He looks like Rick Ross, but smaller. Yeah. That's why I said she Ugly has in a, a Givenchy sweater. Wow. That's all I got to say about that. I mean, but the ring is nice. Let me show it to you. It looks like it's $2 million. Let's say that. I'm like, why is this taking forever to not doing its thing? Thanks, Boss Up, for your shitty website. Mine is your shitty content. Oh, yes. Oh, never mind. This is nice. It's a nice ring, right? Good for her. Good for her. And Pierre got herself a boss. All right. Another one. Another one. Um, Remember how quickly they got uh, engaged and then broke broke up? The worst part about it is, like, Lyra's all of, like, 22. Yeah. And Rick Ross is all of 40. And I'm Uh like, seems about right. But when they got engaged, she was like, he's the man in my dreams. I'm sure his bank account is. No, she wrote on her, like, on her Twitter, like, two years before meeting him, like, I'm going to marry Rick Ross. That is gross like oh. he's the man of her dreams or something. you know shit. what that's some bitch's type ugly with some money like remember when we were in stony brook and that girl's in that like focus group with you and she said she loves her rick ross ass nigga and you were like who the fuck would love a rick ross you she said like she loves a man with a big belly yeah you know you what were, i have yeah. i remember so you right. telling me about that and i was she like she just reminded oh. me of that you know what everybody has to have their type Everybody has to have their type. Some people like refrigerator-shaped bitches. I'm not sitting here to judge. You already know how I feel about chubby oh, niggas. So. She, I'm, I know. I'm remaining silent Y'all on the topic. Y'all can go back to episode 73. Good God. No, like, I don't know what episode <laughs> it was, but she did say some shit where she coyly tried to be like, everybody should like love the body type that they have. <laughs> I just don't fuck with everybody the fat has niggas. a preference. <laughs> right. You're like, has a pre- I just don't prefer, you know, larger, chunky, handsome dudes. I'm I like, don't not, try to I see. never said that. She tried to what soften said, the blow. No, 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 no. I never said that. What, what I say? said was what? I happen to like skinny niggas. That's all I said. But you were like, I'm not saying that thicker niggas can't be handsome and gorgeous. I it's just not my preference. That, I'm okay, like, but I do not. Talk to like thick, handsome niggas. She tried to give them niggas some lemon chip, lemon pepper wings to make them feel better. She's not interested. Wow. I like. Sk- I'm. What I'm saying is, <laughs> if you had these niggas on a menu or whatever, you know what oh my, my choice God. would be. Mess. Go ahead. Uh, Candy. Oh, this is so weird. Candy is starting a makeup line. Called mm. Candy's coming for your coins. Did Isn't you that what? what? <laughs> like, did you read the YBF story too? <laughs> I saw like, it this morning. Get that. <sighs> called um the KK Beauty line. 
Okay, also biter. Called biter. <laughs> just like drop the W and just, yeah, call it KK. Candy coated. Of um, course it is. What else would it be which called? Which is disgusting, by the way. It's just candy coated her- nights. Which is gross. It's just alluded to your sex night, your sex show or whatever. Um, I understand that this is a growing business, but I personally feel like ain't nobody checking for y'all regular bitches and your makeup lines. Let me just talk about the promo like the the picture they used for the story on the YBF yeah. her eyebrows look like fucking boomerangs they're so aggressive i want to show you them they look like a left hand turn they're like they're aggressive i'm gonna say they're I, giving fucking taraji a run for their money nobody gives taraji a run for her okay money. look at those and tell me them <laughs> those fucking L's aren't she arched that attention but it's like Nobody associates candy with makeup. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't associate candy with anything. I will say candy's about her coin, and she's she's chasing checks, and I respect her. I just feel like the makeup line thing that's happening lately, like everybody running after like the same truck. Calm down, please relax. It's too much now. Everybody's gonna hop on. Everybody's hopping on. Like, stop it. Please stop it. Nobody wants it. Like, y'all are not doing anything different from what they already sell at fucking Sephora. Mm-hmm. <sighs> um, it's too much. Oversaturated. There you go. Um, <laughs> Stephanie Mills. Who's Stephanie Mills? A singer. Oh, yeah, I know, but like, what's she saying? Home. Anything else? That's all I know. When I'm, I think of home, I think of a place. Oh, is that her? Mm-hmm. Oh, great singer. Okay. She came for Sam Smith for saying that he don't like Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. She said eyebrows and maybe some rolling of the eyes after friend Adam Lambert record, whatever his name is. Saying, is she just put a lot of stuff in here saying he don't like Michael Jackson. He was playing a song on a boat. He panned over to Sam Smith and Sam Smith said, I don't like Michael Jackson, but this is a good song. And a few people were like, what? Wow. Okay. And Mm. she just dragged him for filth essentially. And I kind of get like where she was coming from. She was like, y'all niggas not about to sit here and act like you weren't influenced from all black artists, specifically Michael Jackson. Because I think, I don't think there's an artist now who would say that they weren't influenced by Michael Jackson. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't care what your background is, what music you're trying to sing. Like, if you sing in something in the soul, hip-hop, R&B, pop area, you're not saying that you're not influenced by Michael Jackson. You're a fucking liar. Sam Smith included, because he definitely sampled some Sam Smith song, some Michael Jackson songs before. So she felt found offensive because she's like, nigga, like, who the fuck are you? Who are you? Who are you? But a formerly fat nigga who speaks mushmouth. Good God. That's what she said in her words. Mm. I okay. just, you know, changed okay. them up a little bit. Okay. You rephrase. You I paraphrase. It's a little bit. Um, you know, I think everybody's entitled to their opinion. If you don't like him, then don't sample his shit. Why do you sample his songs? I agree. What? That's confusing. And also, like, people like people have a right to their opinion. Yeah, but, you know, there's some opinions that I prefer. I think people should keep to themselves because it's shameful to even say it. Like, you can't be out in these streets saying racist shit anymore. You know why? Because it fucks with your money. Yeah, you could think that if you want to, but you should understand it's just going to fuck with your money. 
Michael Jackson's one of those stars it who are like prolific. Moment where he didn't necessarily know he was being recorded. Well, Adam Lambert had the camera dead in his nigga's face. So Sam Samantha. Smith, right? <laughs> You're so garbage. Samantha just fit that fist fight with Adam. If you have a problem with it, but she did drag him and pay your her. respects. Yes, that's it. Um, Nicki Minaj and Safari. Y'all have been broken up now for two years. I think more than that. Why is this still happening? Um, Nikki would like to make it clear that she writes her own music now and she has always written her own goddamn music. Mm. Um, and she also said, how dare you bite the hand that feeds you? Fair enough. Or steal from that hand. <laughs> she definitely said that nigga stole her credit card. Yes. She said Safari. Mother and his sister called her a crazy bitch for wanting to pursue her rap career. Said he should be grateful she pushed her pen so that he could enjoy those ugly ass furs that he wears. Well, she said, um, enjoy the finer things in life, but you know what I mean. She said, when we started the group, we all laughed at him, Safari. He couldn't rap. Her and Meek had been fooling around for years before they made it official. <laughs> Stole her credit card uh, to pay for prostitutes. Prostitutes are out here taking wait, credit cards. Wait, what Nikki said? Yes. She, so she said she was fooling around with Meek for for years. Not an overlap. She was having two families. She had two niggas at the same damn time. time. That's hood bitch for you. She don't even give a fuck. She's like, you can't call me a hoe. Meek will put on his Instagram, Alexa, catch me up on today's action on the net. <laughs> He's petty, and that's funny. Uh, um, I don't know who started this Alexa play blah, blah, blah trend, but I live for it on fucking social media. It's my hilarious. favorite thing. Um, Safari went in on Twitter, said how Nikki stabbed him. <laughs> said he had to lie and said that he had he was suicidal to keep her from getting locked up. That makes you sound stupid. I'm not coming for nobody who whips out a knife on me. <laughs> like, I think the storyline is just too much for me. I am loving it, but also like, no, Derek tells me about it and I was like, oh, Nika, enough. <laughs> like, <laughs> no more. Like, <laughs> like, <gasps> Why are you still going back and forth with this nigga? Right. And I feel like it's a situation where, like, Safari Ben stopped talking about her. I yeah. haven't heard him talk about her in so long. Did he say oh, he keeps talking about set her off? No. It was, a like, DJ Clue had started some shit with her. Right. And, like, that stemmed into her talking about Safari. And, like, my thing is, like, Safari Ben stopped talking about her. The only thing Safari talks about lately is, like, he wants to, he wants to settle down with one woman and start a family. Like, it's never say, about her. Nikki don't seem like the type to be, like, which one that nigga said it? I'm just going to direct it towards him. She seems like a neurotic. fiery queens bitch. This mm-hmm. seems right up her alley. He said that And she's since we talking about niggas, I'm just like, whoa. I don't mind it. Since she's using him as publicity to help her first week queen album sale. Horrible album. She said that she paid $10,000 for Safari's hairline. Charlamagne the God was pet- petty for asking how much money... Did she pay for this hairline? She was on. She was on record for. 
he messaged her on Twitter, I think. Okay. And he was like, bitch, I know you saw my text. I asked you how much did you pay for the hairline? She was like, 10 stacks. And I think he said that him, Safari said him and Tyga went to the same place. Uh, so what, Chris Brown paid for his? Wait, Tyga had to pay for a hairline? First of all, where's the picture? That's a hairline that was paid for. Money well spent, Chris Brown. Look at that hairline. My God, that's when he was putting the lime in the coconut. Oh, my God. Um, is that all that I have? I mean, she said a lot of things. A lot of it was very aggressive. A lot of caps. She's, like, legitimately, like, crazy. Is she? I was watching the clips from her interview with Funkmaster Flex. And oh. she was like, is this when they had beef, though? No, no, no. Was, this was the one. This is oh, like yeah, when she yeah. started saying mm-hmm. that he stole the credit cards. And all this other. She was like, why am I going to? Why do I feel bad for a nigga who did this and did that and did this and did that and stole my credit cards? And Funkmaster Flex is like, wait, hold up. Wait her to hold up. She starts cackling. That's not how she cackles. But that's just. <laughs> that sounds like a Mexican cackle. Um, but she starts like doing her little, like her little giggle cackle that she does in her Nikki voice, mm. her childish voice. She's laughing for dumb long and she's like, no, I won't stop. So I'm just like, you're crazy. Like you're, you know, erratic. this is giving me regular hood bitch. Like Nikki just seems best times, worst times. You will always remember that she's from Queens and was like squatting in somebody's section eight pissy hallway staircase wow dragger you know humble beginnings dragger did i dragged her but okay i didn't mean that with shade i meant like no matter where she goes what she does i don't care how many times you perform in croatia i know where you came from little miss piggy Mm. that's it is that all you have for pop culture um amorosa did her little white house thing or whatever and she She was fired right she said she wasn't fired she said Um. that she left but she came out with, when she said that um, Trump had said nigger or whatever, and she was like, everyone was like, bitch, you ain't got no proof, da, da, da. But she definitely played the tape, and he definitely did. I will say, I do not respect Omarosa. I don't like her. But she is good at being a snake in the grass. That bitch is good for it. I mean, I thought that's what she was going to be all along. She always has been. Like, she is always looking out for number one. That's a respectable thing to do. I'm here for it. Right. All right. That's all I have. Okay, we're going to move into questions. Yeah. I have oh. a slew of questions to ask you. Oh, a slew. A slew. Okay. Okay. So, being that this is a 101 episode, mm-hmm. our 101th, one, one, yeah. first, and 101st. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I said 100, Cutting that out. <laughs> and you were like, yes. Yeah, I was like, one? It, it sounded is, right. It is our 101. Okay. Um, <laughs> that sounds right when you say it that. It does. What is a one-on-one course that you would want to take and a one-on-one <gasps> course that you would want to teach? Take? Can I have taken the class already? Or it's going to be a brand new class? No, it has to be a new one. Like oh. a one-on-one course you'd want to take and a one-on-one course you'd want to teach. I'd want to take a class on... Um, how to make like sculptures and stuff you'd want to take one like yeah that. okay like make vases and shit out of clay okay that shit looks dope but i want to teach also oh, to be something i'm good at doesn't it yeah 
I don't know if he's good at anything that could be taught in a class. Um, God, what one-on-one -on -one classes did you even take? I want to teach you a class on like, do I have to be good at this thing? I know oh you just God. said that. I literally <laughs> just said yes. You have to, you asked it again, Maddie aggressively, <sighs> like you didn't already know this. What's yours? I don't think I'm good at anything to do it. A one-on-one, one-on-one course I'd want to take would be like, uh, like a YouTube course, like That'd how to fun. create your own like YouTube channel and be successful at how, it. See how she did one that was like related to this, and I picked a fucking sculpture class. <laughs> no, I think okay. To be fair, a lot of my time lately is spent watching YouTube yeah. and I'm like becoming increasingly interested in starting my own channel. Yeah. And it's just like really fascinating yeah. to me. So like I would want to figure out like how to capitalize on that market and just like figure out like what works and what doesn't work and how to like and how to be consistent and create like content, content that people want to see. Yeah. Um, a course that I would teach would be like lip syncing because <laughs> She actually does love to do that. She's very good at it. You should it, see it on her Snapchat. It's continuous. Yeah, it doesn't stop. Um, yeah. It's either that or, like, eyebrows. Mm. But then I only know how to do my own. So it's just, like, I don't know how to work with other shapes. Fair. So. Oh, um, I guess a class on how to disconnect. Be one with yourself. Yeah, I think you'd be good at, like, a self-care 101. Yeah, that'd be fine. In the sense that you just, like, take time to yourself and know like when you need it yeah okay well that was that let me see what other questions i had because i wrote them down okay this is like a like a like a layered question mm -hmm. but like do you think there's a difference between like the way you used to flirt when you were younger and the way that you flirt now and if so what are those differences Mm, is there? I mean, there should be. Hmm. <laughs> What's yours? I really don't know. I'm like, what the fuck did I do when I was 13? Um, I don't think I did flirt when I was younger just because I never picked up on the fact that people were flirting with me. Right. Because, so, like, in my head, I was like, what the fuck do you like about me? Like, right. nigga, like, I'm, I'm like, I'm not cute. Right. So I don't know what the fuck you're doing. So it was more like, like, it's so funny to play with me. I was like, like I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? You're like making me uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or like, I would be really rude about it. I'd be like, why are you doing this? Mm. Me flirting now is just like me being like, I like your face. Mm. <laughs> like and that's like that's the extent of me saying like I like you <laughs> like and I've literally picked up niggas like that they've been like why the fuck did you say you like my face I'm like because I do uh, she was being very straightforward yeah like I don't want to beat around the bush and be like oh your eyes are nice or like yeah make, I can't you're do so funny. the coy shit it doesn't yeah, work it's I, very uncomfortable yeah I'm very like I like your face yeah and do you like I, my face yeah, I'm interested in getting <laughs> to know the rest of you but your face is something I like right um, no, I don't think so. I think I've always been kind of a straightforward person. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been a person like, well, nigga. No, I've never done that. That's yeah. so, it's very strange or like, no, no, it's all been very straightforward from jump. Okay. Like, okay, you're cool, I guess. That's yeah. That's my extent. I'm not going to be 
weird about it. That's fair. Okay. So the other question I had was, like, what would be your response to this? I'm going to read you this, like, okay. this text message. Okay. Okay, so it's like, good morning. Which one do you like better? It's two pictures of engagement rings. And the person's like, the bottom one, but who is this? And he was like, it's Nate. I can't get you out of my mind. I know we've been broken up for like four years now, but I love you so much. My fiance and I broke up because I told her my feelings for you. She's going to keep the kids, which is good, so I can start the over what? with you. The kids? The kids. Okay. Which is good, so I can start over with you. This ring is for you. I'm going to order it now. Will you marry me? Let me take you to Olive Garden for lunch. Get you a <laughs> glass of, oh, sorry, get you a glass of wine. And then go to Macy's and buy you rings. I will propose right in front of everyone, even on Facebook Live, so my ex can see. That is it. I block him. Okay. All right, cool, cool, cool. Is that cool, like cool, a real cool. That's a real text message that somebody received. It was on the shade room. Um, I block him. Yeah. Both of these rings are ugly. They're both fucking hideous. Buying it from Macy's. Secondly, she's going to keep the kids. What does that even mean? Which is good, so I can start over with you. The fuck? What? Like, how is that in any way appealing? Like, who would read it and be like, well, I found him. Damn, nigga, you didn't even place out a feeler before you left your bitch? Nah, he was like, let me just dip on home now. Wow. Okay. So that was that. And which do you think is worse? having to remind somebody that they owe you money or being reminded that you owe somebody money? Which one makes me feel worse? No, which do you think is worse? Um, Having to remind people you owe them money, I think, sucks. Let me keep it a stack. I don't like people reminding me that I owe them money because it makes me feel like shit that I forgot in the first place and I'm overly apologetic about it. Mm-hmm. But there's something, like, I hate having to tell people, like, nigga, like, you have to give me this money because it makes me feel, there's something in your chest and it just, it makes you feel uncomfortable Mm -hmm. having to ask for money that's yours. And then you're annoyed because you're like, why do I have to ask you for this? Yeah. It's like a two-edged, it's like a double-edged sword. Does it matter who the person is? Like, does it make me more uncomfortable if it's somebody I don't know versus somebody who I'm really close to? Yeah, because I know, like... I've owed you money and I've been like, yeah, I'll give it to you. And then like, I forget. And then you'll be like, Hey, can you send me the money? I'm like, Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Like yeah. I'll do it like that. I mean, like, I don't like it, but it's like, I, I don't know if there's a difference. I think it's overall, it's one of those things that I don't like. Cause it's like, yeah, it puts the, the burden of pressure on you. And it's like, damn, should I swallow? Then it's like, no, but they owe it to me. And you can go back and forth in your head and you, you shouldn't have to. Okay. They're both very uncomfortable situations. I'm going to say like, I fucking hate both of those situations. Okay. That you put me in. Money, it just sucks. Because I was on the shade room, too. Somebody put on Twitter, like, I fucking hate when people remind you that they owe money. It's mad insulting. And the other another person, like, retweeted and it was just like, it's also insulting, like, when people owe you money and they don't fucking pay you back, so you have to ask them for it. Yeah. I'm like, it's an uncomfortable situation for both parties. And I think it always, like, maybe because my family is one of those families that are very kind of touchy about money, that I'm always just like, everybody's touchy about money. Some people are not. Some niggas will, who don't know you will dead ask you for money. Oh. Or, like, people will ask you for large chunks of money and not pay you that shit back. Like, mm. some niggas are just reckless bold. out here and bold. bold. Like, and me, if I owe you $20 and you remind me, I feel like shit because I'm like, damn, you really should have fucking remembered that and sent them that shit as soon as you got it. Like, I know. Last week, you were like, oh, my God, I completely forgot to send you the money now. And I was like, yeah. girl, I really was, yeah. I forgot. But, yeah. okay, thank you. I've always been like that because my, 
it's like one of those things that parents are just like, ooh, they make you very twingy about. So No, I agree with you. Like yeah. I hate you know I hate owing people money, yeah. which is why like when you do send me that shit, I'm like, sending it now. Yeah. Because like I, I hate owing people yeah. money and like for the most part, I feel like I do try to be on top of that shit. Like when we go out yeah. and we split bills, I'm like sending it to you now. Yeah. Like, cause I'm, if I don't do it now, I oh, will yeah. forget. Like, yeah. so yeah. Yeah. I have a friend like that. Like we went out and I asked her to buy me like a grinder or something. And I was like, I'm sending you the money. And she's like, Oh, you really send money. Like as soon as you say, it. I'm like, nigga, you not about to go home and be like, that, that bitch, bitch gave me $10. Yeah. No, 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 no. I don't want nobody putting out my name. Yeah. Like, it's aggravating. Like the, both being in both situations is fucking just like oh, it's not what I wanted my day to be. Yeah, those are my questions. Okay, I have questions. Oh, oh well, this one's from William. If you were the star of a movie, who <sighs> would you want to be your co-star? Like, what do you mean? So you could pick a genre. Like, if you were in a like, if you were, oh god, why did that movie come into my head? I'm not picking that movie trying to think what movie would be good like if you were in fucking Gattaca and you were Ethan Hawke your co-star would be like Gwyneth Paltrow oh wait I had to pick like who you'd want to star a movie no not a movie you'd have to pick who if you had a were starring in a movie who would you want to be star across from you you can even do like a movie like Bridesmaids you could be like Minnie Ripperton's daughter and say you want Melissa McCarthy to be in the movie with you or you'd be Melissa McCarthy and want Sandra Does Bullock Does that have to be a celebrity? I think it does. I think his question oh. was asking like a celebrity. Damn. You're like so not I was about to pull up and be like my brother. Yeah. Um. Who is somebody I think is really funny? Um, I'm, that's the one thing. I'm like, who the fuck would she want to be in a movie with? Cause I would pick like Melissa McCarthy, cause she's really funny. I think she's so funny. She's really funny. Yeah. I would need somebody who like, yeah, I can play off of. Like, she's really funny. So she'll, she's really funny. Yeah. Um. I just it's a hard one. Yeah. Um. I mean, it probably will be just her. I can't think of anybody who's, like, funny enough that I want to be, like, filming with them all the time either. So That's fair, too. Um, Or, like, an Ellen DeGeneres. Oh, Ellen DeGeneres would be kind of fun to film in a movie with. You could even do, like, I'm not, like, Finding Now Nemo, I'm, like, like, pressed to think. Oh, oh, my God. Michelle Buteau. Who's Michelle Buteau? She's a comedian. That's all I will say. Like we can, okay. you can do your Googles after, but I would okay. be, I would want her to be my co-star because we're like very similar with our comedic times and teens. Okay, fair she enough. She reminds me of myself, and she's rude. Fair enough. Yeah. What about you? Um, no. Who do I? I don't know who I think is funny. I mean, I know who I think is funny. Yeah. I just don't want to be in a movie with them. I don't want to be in a movie with Dave Chappelle. I just don't think it would be funny. You'd be good in a movie with, like, Kid Fury. That'd be kind of fun, actually. I could do, like, yeah, Kid Fury would be a fun Yeah, like a dry movie. humor yeah. movie. Yeah. I could, or, yeah. like, a dark comedy movie. I'd love to do a dark comedy. Yeah. Yep. I could just see. Yep. I pick him. Okay. Another question? Okay. What racist company can you not quit? It could be, like, Walmart, Abercrombie, Barney's, H&M. General Electric, 
KFC. <laughs> the list goes on. Yeah. Um. Shit. Probably H and M, just because okay. I like their basics and shit. And it's like cheap. Yeah, like I like going in there and knowing I'm gonna pick up like a white T-shirt. It's gonna like it's cute or whatever. Yeah. Walmart I could quit because it's Target. Yeah. I was gonna say Target, but I don't know if they're racist. I'm just like picking companies. Yeah, you like, know how Walmart many is racist. You, you just it's, and I've been to Walmart exactly once, and it was with you. Ben. We went to Walmart once, and they had the cookies in there, and you were so excited for the cookies. Where did we went to one of those big Walmarts? This was when we were in college. We went with your family. You were so excited because you're like, they have a subway in here with cookies. And then you bought three cookies and you were super, super excited about it. That's not the only time you went to Walmart. I have Because we went to Walmart when we were in college, like when we would take the bus. No, we went to Target. We also would go to Walmart, though. Did we? Yeah. That doesn't sound familiar. Because that bus did went we? to Target and to Walmart. Goodness, did I get something at Walmart? Now I'm feeling awful. I hope I didn't. No, I think it was one of those things where you know how like we would just like leave early on the bus and like uh, go to all the stops and shit when we were bored. Yeah, I'm not sure. Like I, because I don't remember buying anything at Walmart either. Because like Target was the first stop. Yeah, on those buses. I feel like we usually got stuff from Target. Um, what companies are racist that I can't quit? Nigga, General Electric. Who else you getting electricity from? I mean, really. But we don't get. We don't get, like, electric from General Electric. What do you get from... Is you that get who, it from Con Ed. Is that who you get it from? Yeah, General Electric who's, who oh, they makes sell, the appliances. Oh, like, the appliances at yeah. Sears and stuff. Mm-hmm. What do... Where do I shop that's racist? Chick-fil-A? No, they're not racist. They're just homophobic. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's, I mean really, it's... Okay. Well, it's in the same boat. Um, you know what? A bitch loves a good KFC fry. Those potato wedges. wedges. Yes. Those um, potato wedges. No, I'm not quitting KFC. I know sometimes it gives me the runs, but I really like their potato wedges, so I'm sticking with it. How many times is too many times to be married? Four. Mm. Three. I think if it doesn't work the second time, just I'll, live together. I'll give you three. Will you? Like, comfortably? Okay, like, yeah, I'll give you three comfortably. Like, because, like, maybe you were really young the first time. And the mm-hmm. second time, you were like, this is it. And then the third time, you were like, this really it? This <laughs> is really. You know what? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. No, I stick with four. Because at third, right. I'm, like, letting you live. Four is too many for me. The third marriage, I'll let you live. Because, like, maybe the first two were just, like, fuck-ups. The third, you stayed. It's just, it's a lot. If you come to me, like, I'm getting married for the fourth time, I'm like, bitch, just hang it up. Just, right. Hey, just hang it up I'm talking about your pussy. Just hang up your pussy. Like, it's over. Like, it's what are you doing? Yeah. Just just live together. Whenever I see, like, these old-ass 80-year-old people who getting married, nigga, for what? The sanctity of marriage? Bitch, we don't know it's used up. Yeah, like, at this point, what do you... Just chill out. Like, if you want some, I'm trying to settle down shit, I've been like, bitch, right. you're, you're at rock bottom. Where you settling down? Like, Thank you. <laughs> you know what the real thing about it is? If people keep it a stack with me, I will respect you so much more. Say that you out here like, yo, if this nigga dies, I want his pension. I will respect 
expect that at any number of marriages. Oh, you like are. if you're giving me real reasons. Right. Don't like be like, solid, I yeah. love him. Bitch, you're 60. So you're you still like, love? If, if you're being you practical, you're fine. Yet? Yes. If you're practical, like, <laughs> like listen, I need health insurance. Exactly. Okay, cool. You don't I like, love him. Bitch, you're stupid. You're like, fucking dumb. Okay. Chill out. You're not 22 no more. Okay. If you want some love is love shit, you're not with it. It's too much. And you could love without, like, the ring. The ring is a benefit to get the house and the kids. If those are done past you... I'm crying. Chill out. Okay. Okay. That's all I have. Do you have any MTA fuckers? I do. (laughs) Okay. We're going to do MTA fuckers you doing. So I got on the train this morning. Okay. And it was unfortunate. Because that you had to get on the train? I mean, or? yeah, so it's unfortunate when I have to get on the train. Okay. And also, like, the train was su- super fucking delayed. I got into the office at, like, 9.30 this morning. Damn. I know. Whatever. It's my life. And okay. Fine, the train's delayed. I get into, like, 149th Street Grand Concourse or whatever. This nigga gonna come on with his big-ass speaker with, like, the handle on it. Mm-hmm. And talk about showtime. Oof. It is 8.46 in the morning. And this nigga's out here talking about Showtime. Didn't even hold till 7 p.m. when niggas is like already kind of happy because they're going home. No, uh, we have been sitting on this train for an hour at this point and we're still in the goddamn Bronx. And you rolling your big ass speaker on talking about Showtime. Then what was more upsetting was how bad he was. This nigga flipped his hat three times and couldn't land on his head. Good God. It's an empty train. (gasps) The fuck is the problem, sir? Then he gave some weak ass dance. And then before. That's why he's getting on early. He got to practice early. Apparently. I bet you if he's still doing everything right now, he has that shit down. I'm. You know what the worst part is? When this nigga's about to get off, he going to say. Y'all lucky I'm in a good-ass mood. I would have washed all of y'all. Good God. Because I have talent, and y'all niggas try to play me. He said that? Bitch. And I Wait, up. who tried to play him, though? Because niggas was sitting on this train like... <laughs> like, over it. They were over it. It was just... A lot of stuff happening this morning. It's fucking hot in these stations. They got the doors open forever. They stopped at every train station for, I'm not joking, at least seven minutes. It's like (laughs) fucking 8.46 as I told you bitches, and I'm still the fucking Bronx. I usually get to work by 8.30, just for clarification. And now this nigga want to come on bright and early talking about showtime and not land the hat on your head and then cuss us? For being frustrated? He said, y'all tried to play him. Right. Mm. And I did like the slow look up from my lap. And I was like, what the fuck? And I made eye contact with this nigga. And I was just like, stop. You know what? You got to go. You have to go. Stop it. You are out of order, sir. You're forward and you're rude. (laughs) And I was pissed. I just want to make this clear. Uh, I don't have quite, like, quite as interesting stories as that, but I was on the train here, and, like, this woman and this couple got on with their kids. Yeah. And so, like, 
they were, I guess they gave him some sort of food to eat or whatever. He had like a muffin and he like stared me down as he aggressively ate this muffin. Like, (laughs) I was very uncomfortable. I was like, can you not? Not Because she was holding him in her arms. So he was like at eye level with me and he was like aggressively eat like ripping through this muffin like with a lot of anger like and just staring at me like and i was like why are you doing this it was uncomfortable for me and a three-year-old today and he was like because he's aggressively eating it all of it was dropping all over the floor i'm like you're not even making a good point like whatever you're trying to get across isn't coming across give it to him in pieces yes he had to pick up the pieces (laughs) pick Pick up up the pieces. pieces okay that's my MTA fuck is you doing, so I don't really have another one. I just hate the MTA. Yeah. Um, let's go into topics. Do you have topics? Yeah. Okay. Um, I want to talk about this uh, Chicago bait truck. Mm, I don't know what anything about that, so tell me more. So, as Madame Noir slowly loads. So, this company, Norfolk Southern Railway... Mm-hmm. Um, set up a sting where they put a truck loaded with Nike Air Force One sneakers and Christian Louboutin shoes in the Englewood neighborhood of Chicago. Um, that's the pro- that's a predominantly black neighborhood. Figured it out, yeah. To lure thieves into stealing from the truck, three people were arrested. Um, and people were pissed about this because. There's so much problems already in Chicago, you know, just, just murder and gangs. Yeah. For y'all to be wasting time and energy setting up trucks for people who are stealing. And other people were commenting like, niggas, maybe if they wasn't thieves, they wouldn't be getting fucking caught. Uh, I'm supposed to feel sorry for motherfucking thieves. Y'all sound mm. so stupid. You sound so fucking stupid. That's like such an ignorant way to look at it. Mm-hmm. You want police officers to come into your neighborhood and set up a sting, like, in order to catch people stealing. I mean, the reality is that the statistics show that, like, most thieves are, like, you know, older white women. You think if they set that truck up in a fucking white neighborhood, niggas would stand for it, regardless of whether or not a bitch went in there and stole something? There's so much shit that needs to be done in that neighborhood that you think that this is the proper use of, this is the proper use of money and time and energy and the police force? That's what you think? You want them to be setting shit up to catch you doing something wrong? This is, this makes sense? Like, okay, yeah, they fucking stole. One of them was a deaf guy who said that he was fucking starving and he needed to find fucking, fucking, like, something to sell in order to feed himself. Maybe they should be setting up, like, something in churches where they can actually feed people. A pantry. Do you think that'd be like, yeah, a food pantry would be nice. Maybe they could walk around and hand out blankets and, like, snacks and bagels and stuff like You don't think that the police force should be doing that? Mm. You think people just, like, steal because they want to? Or do you think it's because it's one of the worst neighborhoods and niggas don't have options in terms of, like, food and, like, you know, just regular shit that other people have access to? What do you think? You think this is a good way to solve the problem? Like, I'm very yeah, confused. I agree. But, I mean, isn't that the way, like, neighborhoods work? But like neighborhoods like that, I feel like they don't put like they don't put money into things that need to be that they need to be a hundred percent. But like I have a problem with the black people commenting saying like I'm supposed to feel fucking sorry for thieves. Yes, you fucking should. Because like 
I think the root of the issue is like, well, why are they stealing? Right? The, you know you're what I'm not, you're not, if you're not willing to get to the root of the problem, then why the fuck are you trying to fix the problem? You're not looking at the big fucking picture. The police are not trying to help these areas that they're policing. What they're trying to do is capture you and put you in fucking prison. Do you not get that? You don't get like y'all don't see see that? No. Okay. I think it's easy to look at that like in that light if you feel like you're constantly like having things taken from you though. I can I a hundred percent see that. I a hundred percent see how you being the victim of the theft would be a problem. But they're not they're not going after somebody who came into your home and stole shit. Yeah. They're like setting up a sting. And there's something about that that seems very depraved and underhanded and dark. Yeah, because you're not coming in to our communities to fix anything. You're just coming in to catch niggas. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. And I can't 100% put into words what about it feels off, but something should feel off to you about that. I don't know what it is. It's like when the government put those trucks with like, those needles to get people hooked on drugs and like and in New York and Cali in the early eighties and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You, it's very easy for you to say, well, if they wasn't motherfucking drug addicts, then why would they do that? But you think it's the people who are supposed to protect you who should also be hurting you. It's like, it's very much like a situation that like breeds criminals. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's destructive. Yeah. That was one thing that bothered me. I agree. And the second was, um, I need y'all to stop calling. If you fail at something, don't diminish it because you failed at it. Stop calling marriage a business transaction and um, just a piece of paper. Money's also just a piece of paper. That don't stop you from grinding every motherfucking day to try to get some. I mean, just admit that, like, you, you weren't, weren't good, good at, at it. it. Or, <laughs> you know, it. it didn't work out for it you wasn't getting that me. piece of paper or whatever the situation was. But it's exhausting to me when niggas, like, they love saying that. Like, marriage just is. Or it's just this simple thing. They don't know why niggas care about it. Marriage is a lot. It actually means a lot. It's very important. Like, and just to be clear, yeah. business transactions mean a fucking lot, too. Yeah. Like, if you sold something to somebody else for $3 million and it was a piece of paper that, like, made that clear, that don't mean shit. You just gonna rip it up and throw it outside because it's a piece of fucking paper? You sound fucking stupid. I mean, it's, but doesn't that make them feel better about it? That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, like you, you say that. it in, in an attempt just to make yourself to feel make better about the fact that you didn't, better. you didn't, you, it didn't end well for you. But because, yeah, but just because it didn't work out for you doesn't mean that it's stupid. You know what I'm trying to say? Or like, yeah. you can't be like, nigga, fuck this music shit. Like, you don't need shit because it didn't work out for me. I think Michael Jackson or like Adele or Beyonce would argue with you. Yeah. Because they, like. Just just grow up. And admit that, you know, you wasn't willing to put in the work. Exactly. Or nobody That's cool. wanted not you. Not everybody wants to put in nobody work. Nobody wants to do it. Like, not everybody wants to do it. That's fine. Marriage isn't easy. No, Shit. 100%. And, like, if you fail, you know what? You got, like, 51% of the population to join you in that, my nigga. Like, it's okay. Yeah. That's it. I don't think I really have, like, real big things to talk about. Okay. I talked about those two shade room things that yeah. I read that were, like, rather interesting, but I thought they were better suited as questions as mm. opposed to topics, just sense. because I just wanted to see your opinion on them. Mm-hmm. Privacy. Mm. Like, where do you draw the line with YouTube channels when you're so it's public? not the way that works. 
It's not even the way that like, you can't do it. It's not a thing. You can't be private about it. it none of you don't belong to you anymore. You're but that's like I think that's my fear though. Like I don't want to become like I do want to do YouTube. Don't get me wrong, and I do want to like do that shit. I just feel like at what point is there like okay, this isn't for them. It's for me. It's not a thing. You know what it is? It's just because recently I have been reading articles on the YouTube thing like you have. Yeah. I know we want to do this channel thing. Yeah. And I've also been watching, like, people who started on YouTube saying that they're no longer getting the recognition they used to because they've chosen to keep parts of their life private. Yeah. And YouTube is seems to be affecting their notifications. Yeah. And, like, their viewership. Yeah. Because they are only promoting those sites that are kind of like, it's kind of like reality TV now. Again. Yes. So they, like people who are, who subscribe to them are like, somehow my thing unsubscribed and I didn't do it. You're no longer popping up on my notifications. So I don't even know that you're posting a new video. I'm not receiving any of the information anymore because the only people who are getting promoted are the ones who are doing what they need to do to stay on YouTube. Okay. And who are making themselves interesting. Okay. So the options are either you keep your shit private and not be big on YouTube or you share all the pieces of yourself in your life Mm -hmm. and you are big on YouTube. Okay. So I think like this is more like a topic that I want to discuss, I guess, because like I feel like, and that's something that I've noticed too. And like the more I do watch YouTube channels, I feel like people are just like including you in all aspects of their life. Yeah. And it's just like, are you doing this necessarily because you want to or because you feel like you have to? It's okay. Because, like, isn't that why people subscribe? Like, aside from, like, like even people who are, like, makeup people on yeah. YouTube, like, at some point, they're bringing their personal life in. They're, like, having right. their mom come do their makeup, their yeah. brother. They talk about, like, memories and shit. So it's, like, all-encompassing at some point where it's more than, like, me sitting down showing you how to do makeup. It's, like, me sitting down telling you about my life. Like, I watched, like, a video of this, like, dude talking about how he's depressed and shit, and I was just, like... This is such a personal thing. And, yeah. like, I get that you feel connected to every one of your subscribers, but damn. I don't even think it's just something that they f- they feel like they have to do. You have to do it. Like, you don't have a choice. And I'm going to say this as a person who, like, dark holes, sometimes I get stuck on people's pages, and they'll be out here like, oh, you know, I'm trying to keep this private. Nigga, you don't have anything to keep private. This is my life, too, now. You don't get to fucking do You don't get to take my money and be like from sharing your information and pick and choose what you want to share because it's like you're not even Beyonce famous like Beyonce gets to choose what she she shares because of the time one the time she grew up in yeah and two she's always carried herself in a sense of privacy yeah and like she's fucking Beyonce and she didn't make a she didn't make like a career out of making her life public public so Mm -hmm. even people who I like on YouTube like Patricia Bright I really like her and now she's become very commercialized. And it's not to say I don't like her, but I don't like her as much as I used to. Simply like the idea that she'll just be sh- on videos and she'll show vacations and things like that. And niggas like, your body looks different. What the fuck did you do? Yeah. Like, and she'll, f- then she has to share a video about the work that she has done. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And all that stuff feels very private and like something I say to myself, I would never share. But I think it's very easy to fall into this thing where like all of a sudden you have millions of subscribers and millions of followers. Yeah. And they're the reason that you got that big ass house and the Bentley you fucking wanted in the first place. Right, so in some ways you you like owe them. But that's exactly. And that's the thing. Like at that point, your life no longer belongs to you. 
because you decided to share all of you with these people. And it's like, I've even watched YouTube channels where like it's couples on it and stuff yes. like that. And then the relationship ends. And there's always a piece part where they're fucking crying on camera talking about the demise of their relationship. Oh and my God. That feels so invasive, invasive and personal. And like, I don't like it. But then I also understand like you're cashing checks because these niggas have become personally invested in you. Yeah. You don't get to pick and choose which parts of you they're invested in. Cause last time I checked, you don't pick and choose what checks you take. Yeah, I recently was, like, watching, like, this is so, such a fucking, like, tangent, but there's this, like, gay couple, these two women, right, they're, like, they were engaged, and they had, the, the, uh, the stud had, like, um, a baby, like, but it was, I think this popped up in my notifications a couple, yeah, Yeah. so the stud of the relationship, she had a baby, it was her biological son, Mm -hmm. but, like, because they were engaged and shit, like, they were raising him together, right, they decided to break up, and so, like, but they're, like, we're still best friends. Don't worry, guys. We're still going to be, like, making videos together. This is my best friend. I love her so much, blah, blah, blah. And so, like, the thing is, is like, they have a couple channel, and they have two separate channels. Yeah. So they posted a video on the couple channel, like, we're breaking up. And each of them posted a video on their individual channels about them breaking up. And then they proceeded to, like post videos about like buying houses separately and decorating those houses separately and like why they broke up and why they're still going to be like, it just went on and on and on and on and on. Or it's just like, you're inviting like thousands, if not millions of people into your fucking life. And you're just like letting them in on everything. So it's just like, I don't know. I guess like it makes me question like how much of my life I'm willing to share or like, or specifically like not myself but more so like to you I, like i like i wonder like how committed you are to a youtube channel and to that's what the extent. thing it makes me wary simply mm-hmm. because i am a very private person and like as much as i love this that's not something i'm willing to sacrifice right and it's hard because i've seen people like because i was into the whole youtube trend and like personal blogs and like daily blogs and shit like that and i fell off because i was like i don't give a fuck about these like why am i invested in these niggas and I've seen people who have decided, like, not to spread out in terms of, like, they'll have a couples page. And they haven't done, like, the individual pages or whatever mm-hmm. or makeup page or whatever. And it's just them. And, like, they've posted videos on YouTube about, like, how they're canceling their YouTube page. Because, like, since they've decided not to expand, it seems as if YouTube is, like, punishing them by, like, mm-hmm. cutting down some of their subscribers. And it's, like, hurting their money flow. And they decided mm-hmm. to do other things. I'm not willing to give up my privacy for the sake of a dollar. Like, mm-hmm. I I really wish I was a person who, like, could say that. Because I want nice things, and I want money, and I want to be big, and I want to be famous. But, like... At what cost? At what cost? Like, mm-hmm. I, I, know, I know what my price is. I know what's too expensive. And I know that that's too expensive. Mm-hmm. Like, I've seen some of these people who I'm like, damn, I want what they have. And on the flip side, I'm like... You're not I, willing to do what they did. I'm not willing to do what you did. I'm yeah. not willing to pay what you paid. I'm not willing to fucking cry on camera because, like... My I'm fucking going some rough shit. yeah, like my personal life is fucking falling to pieces, yeah. and I have to share that with you, or else not only is my personal life falling to pieces, but my business life is falling to pieces. Mm-hmm. I'm not willing to have that be completely intertwined. Like I'm so sorry, but it's just not the road that I'm willing to go down. Like I'm invested, but I will never be that invested. Like it's crazy to me. Like I, I honestly watch it, and I watch it because it's fascinating, but at the same time, like. Yo, what are y'all doing to yourselves? 
You know why I watch it? Like, it's not even like I watch them religiously either. It's more so like because I'm becoming like more interested in these vlogging, like profiles and channels and shit. Just because like before I clicked on this video, two million other people clicked on this video. And that's what like makes me watch this shit. Because it's like, what is drawing you to this video? Is it because it pops up as a thumbnail or is it because you're subscribed or is it because like you were somewhere else and you clicked on this? But either way, it's just like, yo, what about this person going to Target and buying what they need and just recording it for 30 minutes makes you want to watch it? But it's crazy because it's like the person does their video and then people do videos about their videos. Oh, reaction videos. Instagram posts about their videos. And it's just I always think to myself like. Right now, this all seems great, but the reality of the situation is, like, very rarely do things like this last. Yeah. And what is it costing you? Because I th- very much compare YouTube videos to, like, reality TV. And, the reality, like, I feel like people divorce at the same rate on that shit that they do on reality TV. Like, is it costing you your personal life? Is the idea that you're putting on this perfect image to people on camera costing you something I think to some personally? extent it is, though. But is it? But then is it worth it? I'm not trying to like judge people for their choices. I think you should do whatever you want to do. But I think just because I was raised up to be very private about certain things and those things should be protected at all costs, I'm not willing to bet to to di- like to gamble with the dice on those. It makes me very uncomfortable. Yeah, I think like in some ways it puts a strain on like people's relationships because they feel the need to constantly put out content, right? So they're like they feel the constant need to like appear like they're in love and to some and at some point they just don't feel like like they they do feel like they're acting yeah and i want to i want to come into this like i'm telling you guys i do but at the same time i know myself and i know i'm not willing to put strain on my personal relationship and friendship with aaron for the sake of a show yeah and like I know y'all are like, oh, y'all are best friends, blah, blah. No, we really are best friends. And I'm really, like, yeah. not about but to say. But we also work at that, We too. work at, right. Yeah. And I will never want to put, like, both my business and my friendship in jeopardy. And yeah. being who I am, I'm not cool with y'all knowing everything about my fucking life. Like, yeah. I, y'all don't even really know my name. <laughs> yeah. I'm perfectly comfortable with that. And I don't want to go any deeper into it. Like, yeah. Which is why I think, like, us having a channel together is, like, better for you because I feel like it limits the amount of content to one only when you and I are together and two like if we are together we're doing some sort of activity where it's not just like a moment of your private life it's like we're out doing something we're driving somewhere we're going somewhere to eat so it's like all right this is activity we can record and it can be edited and it can go somewhere else but it's not like follow us every day because we're not together every day the reality is like we see each other when we're not recording like we barely see each other, yeah. I feel like. And when we do see each other, we try to do, like, actual Something. shit together. Right. Which makes sense for these videos. But I'm saying, like, a, I think that's why I think, like, a joint channel is good. I think so, too. Yeah. And it's also just, like, I even think about the people who I really do want to emulate in terms of their career trajectory. And they're not necessarily people who got there by sharing a ton about their private life. Mm-hmm. And they're not necessarily people who got there by being big YouTube stars. Yeah. Like, the reality is, like, I don't know much about Kid Fury's life. I don't want to know much about Kid Fury's life. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he would even want us to know much about his life. Mm-hmm. Like, he made it off of pure raw talent yeah. at talking about what he talks about. I don't think, like, the Bodega Boys 
got where to where they are by like sharing a ton about their private life yeah or making big youtube channels about you seeing their fucking house or where they live or how they eat or what they do or how they breathe yeah and the reality is like basically she's like i'm giving you quality not quantity you qu- exactly <laughs> Exactly. I don't know if it's because they're men that people feel like they don't have to know so much about them. Mm-hmm. That could fully be what it is. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to keep it a stack. I ain't sharing that shit. I think if you're, like, entertaining enough, niggas, like, are like, you know what? I'm going to just keep coming back for the entertainment. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not going to keep pressing you if you're not willing to give me what I right. want. Right. Because I loved his content from his videos. I loved how it was just, like, it was about the work. It was about the art. And, like, Yeah, I'm going to tell you what I hate, what, what I'm annoyed by. Exactly. And, by. and he cuts his check. But I, the problem with doing the personal daily vlogs about, like, your personal life, what happens is, like, there's no end to what people want to know about you. They want to open up all your closets, all your fucking skeletons. They want to know every little deep down. Everything you say will be analyzed and torn apart and breaking down into pieces. Niggas want to judge the state of your house, your marriage, like, your pers- your family, like, where you come from. It's too much. It's mm-hmm. too much pressure, and it's, it's too much to keep continuing. Mm, yeah, they feel like they have a say. It's too much for me. Yeah. I agree. Well, that was that conversation Just about privacy. Um, do you have your can I just say? No, I did, and I completely forgot it. I didn't write it down on a post-it. Okay. I'll do mine. Uh-huh. Can I just say that A Bronx Tale is such a good oh my fucking God. Favorite. movie. Favorite movie. I watched it last night. Did you? Yeah. Let me point out the fact that like, this is what I was insulted by. So I watched it on like my little cable streaming app. And it was, like, through AMC. I guess AMC has it on their on-demand channel or whatever. So, like, of course, because AMC, they're, like, bleeping all the curses and shit, which is fine. I know know what's being said. But they're letting niggas fly. Did they block Moulin Young? Yes. They did? But they did. nigga in Italian. How y'all block that? But they let niggas fly. Like, flagrant niggas were flying. They were like, since when do you got a problem with niggas being here? And I was like... Okay, AMC, I know where you Easy. stand. Yeah. But A Bronx Tale is a wonderful movie. I will say that when I was younger and I watched the movie, I focused more on like him being in love with this black girl. Legio and Jane. Yeah. But now it's more like, that was such a minor detail in that movie. Yeah, it had like nothing to do with the plot. It was like cute, but it was like, oh, who cares? Yeah, it was like, you know, she was classy, but she was also black. And I was like, you did the wow. accent so well, and I hated it. That's how he said it. The accent was so fucking enough. That's how he said it in the movie. But, like, when I watched it last night, I was like, wow. Like, this was more so about his connection with this man, Sonny. Yeah. And, like, you know, how that nigga was just looking out for him yep. at all times. Yeah. Yes. Fun fact, that is my favorite movie. So good. It's such a good movie. It's such a good, it's slept on. It's such a good movie. It's really good. It's so brief. It ends, and I'm never ready for it to end. I'm like, oh, damn. You're like, I could do another 30 minutes, guys. Yeah. I could do another 30 to 45. (laughs) Um, What was I going to say? Can I just say, always look out for number one. That's you. Yeah. Okay. Because, I don't mean always, but most of the time. Okay. Always in, like, work-related situations. Because the reality is that... They ain't looking out for you. They are not looking out for you. So always make sure that you do what's best for you. Because, like, niggas is always doing what's best for them. Mm. Also, another fun fact. Kelsey Grammer was executive producer of Girlfriends. Love him. Yes, he was. Fucking stand for him. Did you hear the story about how that happened? How did that happen? So basically, like... 
um, the woman who created Girlfriends, Mora Baraka Kill. Yeah. yeah. So who proposed to her husband? Yes. Their show Love Is is really good though. Is it? Yeah. I heard people were like for the first episode, so like I'll, I'll wait. Everybody said that about the first episode, okay. but it gets better. Okay. Um. So. She was talking about like mm. she had the pitch for the show and nobody was really taking it or whatever. So she figured like she would have to do it on her own. And so like what she figured she needed to do was just get a big name behind it. Mm-hmm. And so like at that point, Kelsey Grammer just had like mad fucking money. So like he didn't necessarily like really care what the show was about as long as you had like a network on it. Yeah. And UPN had already said like they would do it with her. Yeah. So she said she went to Kelsey, like, showed him that, like, UPN was with her or whatever. I'm completely paraphrasing. Um, and Kelsey was like, cool, and just gave her the money. She was like, he rarely had any input with that show. Like, she was like, he came to set, like, a couple times, and that was it. I just want to say, Kelsey Grammer also slept on. Frasier slept on. On a rainy day, you throw on some Frasier. It's fucking hilarious. Same Season things can happen. With Harry Potter, except it's not fucking hilarious. It's not fucking hilarious. Great show. Rainy Days, Frasier, Harry Potter. Is there anything else you want to add to that list? Um, if you want to laugh at your youth, Twilight, the whole series, you can watch them. I haven't watched past like the second movie. I'm saying, I'm saying, like, if you want to really like get a chuckle at what, like what you used to enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, watch that. But Harry Potter for sure. Yeah. Twilight 1 is what made me realize how shitty the books were. I watched the first movie and I came out completely disillusioned. And the same day I watched the movie is the same day I gave my mother those books to send to Antique and I said, take them away. Um, This is away. like the wild story. I went to the chiropractor, right? I was like on the table and I was like getting my heat and stimulation, mm-hmm. right? It was oh, the, that, that like stingy thing? Yeah, yeah I got, I got I, isn't it good? It is, I like it. So I was like laying there getting it in or whatever. And so like my chiropractor play like music, mm-hmm. like throughout this, like in like the sound system or whatever. So I'm like listening to this song and I'm just like, this song is very like Twilighty. Twilight-y. <laughs> yes, right? Because you remember the scene where like she pulls up at the school and she sees him and it's like ha 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 No, I've seen it. I I know I know that what you're exact, saying. That song is what was playing. was playing in the chiropractor and I was like this sounds very twilighty. It's, it sounds like the ha 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 that part. And like 2 minutes later that part played and I was like bitch like I got really hyped yeah, cuz really like <laughs> but I also was insulted at the fact that I remember that exact song. I'm insulted that you remember that song. Yeah. Harry Potter, really good for a rainy day. Like, we'll never disappoint. No, it's perfect. Well, I think we should do a drunken history for Harry Potter. And like, every, all eight of them hoes. It's going to be so hard. But it's going to be great. When I left you, I went home and I watched the first one. (sighs) And then this week, I'm going to watch the second one. I'm up to Order of the Phoenix. Is that fifth? Yes. No, it's fifth, because God of the Fire is fourth. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. discussed that. Yeah, but amazing. So good. Whoever is, like, sleeping on these movies, <clears throat> my husband, you're a fucking lame-ass motherfucking bitch-ass bitch. He just has to commit to it. <laughs> I think he just has to commit to it, and he has to follow through, and he has to thug it out to the end. 
So we were in the house. <laughs> this is like, like marriage. Honestly, if you want to be married to me, you could fucking watch Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, we were in the house and we're like watching Goblet of Fire. And my father's like, what the fuck is this about, fam? Like, because my father has literally only seen the eighth movie for Harry Potter. Only see the Why eighth did one. he only watch the eighth one? He never was interested. He was like, that shit's fucking whack, right? The eighth one, we got it on DVD after yeah. we all saw it, except for him. Yeah. And we like played it for him because we were like, nigga, like if you watch any of them, watch the eighth yeah. one, it seals it up. Like yeah. it closes all the plot lines. Yeah. He's like, fine, we watch it. He was like, that was actually really good, right? Never asked what happened in the other seven, though. Like, he wasn't that interested. Oh my God. So we're like, so he's asking us what happens in the Goblet of Fire. And I was like, I can't necessarily tell you what happens in the Goblet of Fire without you knowing, like, what Harry has been through. It does, Yeah, they're all too interconnected. They're not, like, piecemeal yeah. stories. So I'm like, I'd be more than happy to break down one, two, and three so you understand, like, the magnitude of the fourth movie. Right. And, like, why this nigga is always getting put through some bullshit. So he's like, okay, cool. So I'm telling him. He's like wow, all these stories are, like, super fucking detailed and layered. I'm like, nigga, these shits is like onions. Peel them hoes back. God, she probably said like that, too. too I'm just saying, like, really, I feel like if you appreciate storyline, you'll appreciate Harry Potter movies. It's a good storyline. I don't even care about the rest. When people are like, oh, that shit's whack. No, it's not. It's a fantastic storyline. Like, if you have a problem with the magic, like, you can ignore it and still find a fucking good storyline. My nigga's mother's love stuck to him and protected him his whole life because she gave up her life for him. That's a fucking amazing story. I, like, Dumbledore is such a complex and complicated character. You think that nigga's the good guy? He's not that good. He's fucking awful, kind of. Snape. Not- Snape. Snape, who you think is the bad guy, is actually the good guy. It's complicated. It's like- not straightforward. It's very detailed. There's a lot of things happening. Voldemort, fascinating character. A fascinating, a faceted, fa- yeah, fuck nigga. He's crazy. The things that you learn, you're like, oh my god. One, he's a fucking sociopath, right? And then on the other hand, you're like, yo, my nigga's mad, smart, and intelligent. Yes, but he's narcissistic. He's a narcissist. Yeah. And then you're like, who? Mm, this could be like some Hitler shit. He's trying to get rid of all the half bloods and the mud bloods and shit like that. What y'all don't like World War but II? But he had blood his motherfucking self. But he won himself. That's and Hitler the was descended from a Jew. How do y'all not like these connections to history? It's uh. a fascinating little tale. It's a nice little ditty. Just get, just get into the layers. Just, it, it's just... It's like a cinnamon roll. Your man, Sperry, and I going to have, have to have a conversation on, okay. on Sunday. Because I don't understand... Yeah. What the holdback is, it's a well-done story. You're depriving yourself. Of yourself. Just yourself. Yeah. That's all I had to say on the matter. That's it. Um, follow all the social medias yeah, and stuff. That. Questions and, and stuff. YouTube videos coming. Yeah. And yeah. yeah that was good. All right. Bye.